Hi, welcome back to Make Do. I'm Julia Scott. And I'm Tiff Arment. And this episode is brought to you by Art Snacks. How long do you think we'll still be writing 2018 on stuff? Oh, probably a good month. I, I usually <laughs> make it to the end of January still writing 2018. Are you dressed like you're in Blade Runner? Right now? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's totally it. <laughs> yep. Light up onesie. That's me. <laughs> we... uh promised last time that we were going to talk about the future and now here we are in the distant future (laughs) to talk about sort of goals uh resolutions hopes and dreams are you generally a resolutions person no i'm not uh i actually i usually find them a little bit annoying because i feel like i can't keep them like Mm -hmm. i feel you know the whole idea of okay this is going to be a new everything you know that's I don't know. I, I can't live up to my own expectations. Generally, I really like that in um, some what was it? I think Cortex, they started doing yearly themes. And I'm much more attracted to that mode of thinking and that I can center my year on this is what I'm focusing on as a theme, but nothing specific to disappoint myself every single day not accomplishing and it kind of allows for some adjustment and recalibration within the theme so as long as you're kind of achieving a a a larger goal idea for where you want your year to go I I find that much more positive and uplifting and achievable yeah and I think because a lot of the time resolutions are that thing where it's like you're supposed to really like totally literally new year new you like you know lose weight or quit smoking like you have to change something all the way Mm -hmm. which is why I think like thinking of them as goals uh, and sometimes even keeping them low like I know that both you and I have paint more on our goals for (laughs) for the year but where you could even have just the goal of paint which is sort of like the theme or the Mm -hmm. intention thought more that you're like well this is something that I want to do and I just want to sort of solidify for myself that that's a goal and something that I want for myself so like maybe instead of uh quit smoking like the equivalent would be like go outside without smoking sometime like <laughs> I don't yeah, know like exactly. that's a weird example but I think maybe for the artistic stuff it's easier to make I was gonna say it's easier to make resolutions that aren't as like sweeping and and that don't make you as nervous but it could totally be because you you could be like i'm gonna learn a whole whole new technique and then i'm gonna be in a gallery before october but as a whole i think you can find like the smaller goals of like i want to do this more often rather than like i'm gonna you know join a gym and go every week or whatever we could just be like i want to make time for this i want to you know prioritize it for myself get a little better because it, it, I think most people would be smart enough to not be like, I'm going to be an accomplished, you know, Renaissance level painter <laughs> in four months. Yeah. I mean, last year, I felt like my yearly theme was kind of the year of art and creativity. And I it, it really, really was for me. Like I was, I kind of got this, I got the studio. I started this podcast, uh, or I should say you started this podcast and I joined you. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, all of these things were coming together and and with getting the studio that came painting more that came a trip to the art store to buy supplies and have all this stuff ready and it really did become the year of art and creativity for me and it wasn't a goal I wasn't like I'm going to get a studio this year like I never said any of that Mm -hmm. I never set any of those specific things to do but yet I feel like I had a really full year within the goal that I set for myself of this is going to be the year that I find creativity and space for my creative side much more than than before. And that's kind of where I think I'm going this year is that I'm, I'm starting to take that same thing, but then get way more specific. So I'm curious to see how this is going to go <laughs> and how what we're going to say next year and how this went, because I'm a little bit nervous. I just said that I like larger themes, but yet on my list, I have a whole bunch of stuff that is small kind of bingo board <laughs> little things to well stamp I, do th- off. I do think the bingo board is good but something that just struck me if you'll let me be very corny for a second it of literally course. just struck me that i think that <laughs> your theme for for this year has been leap like to to dare to do things and try things and go for it mm-hmm. so i think next year your theme is deep <laughs> so you go from <laughs> leap to deep, like you go deeper into something, you go more intense, you want to sort of burrow in and really 
I mean, still go for it, but like go for it more and really like this is where I plant my feet more deeply, more securely. And I'm like, I'm I'm here. I want to go deeper. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, maybe you are right. I should pay my rent on my studio so I can keep going. It's due <laughs> That's tomorrow. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I'm thinking also, like, if you don't do the bingo board thing, how do you think it's good to stick to your goals? Because I, I will say that the bingo board thing made me realize that I should probably have my other, like, my personal goals uh, or resolutions or hopes or intentions somewhere where I can see them because you think you remember and you you could still like very consciously be like well this is something that I care about and prioritize but when you see them all the time it's Mm -hmm. a lot easier to remember and be like well I I wrote that and I still believe it so why haven't I done x or uh you know bought the supplies or whatever Mm -hmm. it is why haven't I made an effort whereas otherwise you can because I think there's uh, there's terms for it in psychology about how sometimes your brain is sort of the the loop is closed and the 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 craving is satisfied when you make the decision mm-hmm. so you don't have necessarily the same impetus to complete it cuz if you say it and you're like this is my resolution your brain goes okay we made a decision like you've made the decision but you haven't followed through but certain uh, parts of your brain are like, okay, done, like, you know, wiping your hands. Yeah. Uh, and I think if you see them and you have that little, like, nagging voice on your fridge or wall, <laughs> you're more like, oh, right, that's that's not something sort of like, you know, buying art supplies is not making art. <laughs> the equivalent of <laughs> like wanting to paint more is not painting more. But if you have right. that little, like, post-it going, <clears throat> then it's harder to, to not do it. It's true. When I was a kid at uh- I really, really wanted a hamster. Um, And my mom made me make all these goal posters. And I was able to get this hamster, I think it was after getting like certain grades um, for like the part of the year or the whole year or something like that. So she made me make all these goal posters. And I had them all over my room of like, drawings that I did of this hamster and of all the (laughs) stuff that I was going to have and the name I was going to give it and what I needed to do to achieve getting this pet. And it, I remember it being like a big thing for her. Like she was like, you have to see it. You have to see this in your room and where, you know, wherever you are all the time so that you know that you're going to be working hard, like put it where you're going to be doing your homework. And uh, so that, that has been a thing people have been telling me this my entire life. <laughs> like, put up goal posters. <laughs> and so, I mean, I got the hamster. <laughs> See? <laughs> so See? No, I think, I think, because sometimes like a lot of different strategies that people use, like those uh, don't break the chains calendar where you get to put an X if you do a thing every day, like mm-hmm. if it's work out or drink water or whatever, and you're sort of motivated to keep doing it so that you don't have a gap or a broken chain. I'm a, I'm not motivated by chains. I'm like, yeah, let it break. Yeah, no, but I mean, like pe- people use lots of different strategies, <laughs> yeah. or you're like, you know, you give yourself a gold gold star or whatever it is, and I think it's it's easy to laugh at it because you're like, why would you need that? Or are you? And it's like, yes, we are children. We're yeah. all tiny children. Our brains. Well, that's how I potty trained my son. He got gold stars every time. Try <laughs> <laughs> that. It was very good. And I mean, getting to check off stuff on a bingo board sounds ridiculous, and we felt silly as we were feeling happy about doing it. But it's like if when you find the thing that works for you, uh, and I think different ways of finding the reminder, like they'll be different for different people, but getting that thing of like, hey, remember that you care about this thing. Because we are lazy, tired people. We live in a trash world. It's really easy to just watch Netflix. Uh, And maybe you could do macrame while you watch Netflix if you remember Mm -hmm. that you want to do more macrame. Or you bring your uh, cell phone with you and watch Netflix while you fold laundry or whatever, you know, like that kind of thing. Like, I I think that, I mean, there's a reason that everyone jokes about what the gym looks like the third week in January, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So should we get into what some of our goals are? Because we also have a whole bunch of listener goals that we need to get to. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, So we both have (laughs) <laughs> top of our list, which I don't know if they're mine is in any particular order, but maybe it's a subconscious I thing. We both yours. have. <laughs> <laughs> I just read yours, and I'm like, that sounds good. <laughs> but we have paint more at the top, uh, where for me it's almost like paint, it like at all, not quite, but almost. Like I, I really want to get into the practice of painting and drawing more and playing with technique 
where, where I know that you have painted quite a lot. But what, what does more mean to you, though? I want to, I, I just feel like more, you know, like make, mm-hmm. I, I made a lot of excuses this past year. I did get into the studio often, but I kind of want to get into the studio even more. So it's, it's more, it's more, <laughs> like, it's, it's just a, um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there's more I can find, I can make more room for it <laughs> even more than I have already. And I think that, that might be really pushing the envelope a little bit. I'm worried that that might make me get into a stressful place, but I don't know. I want to see quite how far I can go with how often I can be there and, and paint and and do stuff yeah i mean sometimes more is also just like paint different things like paint not the things that are the funnest or the easiest Mm -hmm. um because you have you have you have paint a person on your list as well what does that mean is that just your your uh renaissance portraits i'm just so i'm still so not great with people uh proportions and like an entire like i'm just working on a face right now and i still can't get that quite right so People are the scariest thing. Nothing makes you realize how weird people and bodies are until <laughs> yeah. you start like trying to draw. And you're like, how does this, where does, well, why? It just, it's like, I could just look at, why can't I just look at that and, and draw it? Like, why can't it just be like, why is it so hard? It just, it really, really is very difficult. And it's the scariest thing to paint and I keep avoiding it. So like, I'll go in and paint a muscle shell or clouds or anything, anything (laughs) I will pull out of the air to avoid painting a person. And so I want to, I want to paint more people, especially like a full body of a person Mm -hmm. that terrifies me (laughs) as I just, I'm constantly making like stubby mutants. Like it's just horrible. You're like everyone, everyone has their hands and feet behind a, a cliff for some reason. No, their torsos are just so short and like their, yeah, their arms are all disproportionate. It's just, I don't even know. It doesn't even resemble any kind of living thing at all <laughs> that we see in our, in nature. I will say though that I really enjoyed watching your live when you were doing like beachy stuff around a, a big clamshell the other day. Oh yeah, my muscle shell. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, my little tiny grains of sand, which the whole time I'm doing it, I'm like, you're absolutely insane. Why are you doing this? Why are you painting individual little nubbins of sand? And then I, you know, an hour later, I step back and I'm like, oh, Be- because okay, that doesn't look as it. crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was both both that I like how it came out, but it was also very just like soothing to watch. Yeah, I had a very loud podcast on. That's what I listened to. And I was like, should I be talking to people? I couldn't see. I did a live stream for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about on Instagram. I did like a little Instagram live thing in the studio yesterday when I was painting. And I just had a podcast on, which is what I do when I'm painting. I listen to podcasts, specifically The Pen Addict, because I feel like they're talking about stuff like creativity art (laughs) things so I can listen to them drone on about pens and just paint to it it's wonderful and so I did this live stream and it was just me painting grains of sand for an hour and so it didn't look like much was happening but I guess if you forward through the video pretty fast stuff does come out of it (laughs) Uh, but yeah it was uh yeah what do you I I wasn't sure if I should talk in that I also want to do more of that I want to do more like live streams I think I want to put some of it on twitch I'm going to put that in my little list twitch painting I need to figure out how to do that (laughs) you should you should yeah I want to I want to make I don't I don't have it on my list here but I want to get back to making more YouTube videos because I think it's fun um and both do like creativity ones and vlogs yeah YouTube videos are a little bit more refined right because then you can like put in nice soothing music or whatever I don't know. I, I would like to talk to a chat room, but I feel like then that would kind of draw me out of what I was doing. I don't know. I got to work that out. That's that's a that's a big working out. Goal. Like, for instance, for me, I just I liked watching the live, live stream just because it was fun to see the progression. And uh, like you can either talk about what you're doing and like take breaks to talk to people or just like do a little running commentary or just have that like you turn on either a podcast or some some classical music and just you know people can because I mean like if you look at what people watch on Instagram and on YouTube it's a lot of it is you know cutting sand pouring Mm -hmm. paint (laughs) like mixing resin like you can you can get away with a lot because people just want to see stuff happen I was curious if everyone saw all the paint all over my face because I kept scratching my nose and I had all this (laughs) blue and black paint all over my face 
Real <laughs> artists are messy. <laughs> oh, so messy. <laughs> it was a big mess. I have one goal that I mentioned briefly, uh, and I've decided that I want to double my sales goal from this year for wow. how much ceramics I sell, which is still like now we're getting to a number that I'm like, mm, maybe not possible, but I thought that about this year too. So <laughs> your ceramics are beautiful. I think you could totally do it. Thank you. Well, also, like, I'm hoping to have more energy next year, touch wood. Uh, And also now that I know that it works, like, it's kind of a weird, like, cyclical argument where I'm like, now that I know that I can sell a lot, I can make a lot Mm -hmm. where I couldn't sell as much as maybe I could have otherwise because I didn't make it like, uh, yeah, so that thing. So so I'm hoping to uh, sell a lot more and like really make an effort and to keep probably a bigger stock like a, a bigger sort of steady stock so that I can keep my Etsy store stocked better and not have as many sort of random updates and like dribs and drops. Would you still keep doing Etsy? I've been seeing a lot of makers moving away from Etsy now that they have uh, the marketplace is kind of flooded with just regular retailers. Uh, so if people have been complaining about it. I wonder if you see any of that. Oh, definitely. But I think for me, like a lot of my Etsy sales still come from like my marketing and like from my channels. Mm -hmm. So I don't use Etsy so much as a marketplace as I do a sales solution, Mm -hmm. which I which I can definitely move over. It's just like I haven't gotten around to it Uh, because what I'm thinking is I might do what a lot of other people do is like you keep your Etsy store, but you have most of your sales on like your own website. Yeah, but so that you can still get a couple of sales every now and then on Etsy because I do get some sort of spontaneous Etsy sales. But yeah, no, Etsy is problematic, and they've also they recently shifted around how they do all of their different like payments and fees and stuff. And it is really really hard to get like found on Etsy because, like you said, they've let just like big retailers and not homemade handmade stuff in, uh, mm-hmm. and it's it's just really really hard to. If it's if it's your livelihood and you're hoping to like have Etsy do the work for you, that's just not going to be a thing anymore. Because before you could, with some luck, you could get discovered and like the right person mentions you or the algorithm works in your favor. And now it's almost impossible to have the algorithm work in your favor. And it's sort of like with um, Facebook or a lot of other platforms where a lot of people have found that... Uh, a their visibility decreases, but also once you start using Etsy's like ad features, like buying uh, ads or like uh, boosts or stuff, everything else drops because they want you to keep paying for visibility. Yeah, I'm asking because on my list I also have sell something, which is completely <laughs> different than what I thought before. Which is you know, stop trying to monetize my hobby, Dad. Like, <laughs> you know, but. Now it's um, I'm starting to think I kind of want to try selling something. But I still think it's it is kind of different because like monetizing your hobby was that thing of like, well, you like to draw. What is a thing you could find like, you know, making greeting cards or whatever, which is different than like this is my hobby slash interest slash passion. Mm-hmm. And I can also sell the results of that. But it's not like. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm artsy. What what line of work can I get into? Like, those are two, I think, separate things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that is. I mean, I, I do. Mom, dad, if you're listening, I know it's coming from a really good place of encouragement and you like <laughs> me and you're proud of me. Yeah. So don't take that personal. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do want to try selling something and I probably am going to be doing it at like a live market kind of situation if yeah, it I was going to say, because well. you signed up for the market next summer, right? I haven't signed up for it yet because I our summer situation is a little in flux. But I am I, I still want to try and reach that goal of selling something. So it might end up being a online situation. I don't know yet. Maybe if I make prints of something. But then, like, I make a print and I'm like, you know, you get all that is this good enough to for someone to buy? Like, it feels so silly. Like, there's mm-hmm. all pictures of this stuff all over the place. Why would someone buy mine? It, and it's just, it's it, it's easy to just put it out there, I guess. But then it is still frightening and anxiety prone of 
who's going to care in the vast market of the internet. Mm-hmm. But it seems a little bit more approachable for a, like a small town, like table market in the summertime, like a one-time maker's fair that they have on a weekend to put a couple of things out on a table and just pack it in after two days and be like, okay, that was fun. You know, like I just was somewhere for two days and I sat behind a table and I, I don't know, like it's just that feels less scary because I guess you're in front of less people. And because like those people are are friendly and they're there because, you know, everyone loves their neighbor and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel like if they don't want to, if they don't like it, they could just keep walking, you know, (laughs) I I feel like then on the internet, it feels like there's a lot of potential for feedback very anonymously, Mm -hmm. as opposed to feedback face to face when you're out in the world. And I'm also a little nervous about having enough to sell at an in-person place. So uh, I, yeah, it's just, it's nerve wracking, but that's a big goal and it's months away. And I guess that kind of ties into the paint more situation. And I'm also nervous about selling originals because then I'm like, oh, it's leaving. It's not like giving it to my friend where I can go visit it every day or take it back (laughs) in a high situation. (laughs) I feel like I want to force a goal on you. I want you to have a show this year. Oh, no. Even if it's just like, hello, uh, 15 people I know come to my studio and see 10 paintings that I've hung no. around the studio. No. Oh, gosh. that that bleh, I just want to go under. <laughs> I'm going to hide. I'm leaving. I'm going under the desk. <laughs> no, I, I can't do that. I can't. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm the worst. <laughs> oh, no. Talk to me next year. Next okay year. okay no that's fair that's fair <laughs> that's just that's even more terrifying than selling something oh, <laughs> breathe like breathe i can i can do one of mine <laughs> while you're while you're yeah, breathing my into a bag got all sweaty <laughs> i'm a lady <laughs> oh so i want because i had the goal of like oh i want to like think up a new product for the store which i was like should i do that this year and then i figured no like i know what i like and i would rather have that stuff sort of develop organically but what i do want to do is work on uh (laughs) the the shapes that are not my shapes i want to work on tall straight vases i'm decent ish at them but i don't make them a lot i don't make them enough to like get like to practice and and grow and it's something they are difficult they're more difficult than most of the stuff that I make mm-hmm. and it's good practice to do different stuff so I want to make tall straight vases maybe I'll start selling them maybe they will all just go in the reclaim bucket but that's something that I really really want to focus on and I think that is something that I will definitely like make some sort of notice or sign to put in my studio so like when I come in I'm like oh right that's that's something that I want to really develop in this year. So like literally like, hello, have you made a vase today? Like posted <laughs> on my wall. I like that. I'm excited to see what you are going to do and what you would, what your vision for that would be. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited that I just love your stuff. I want to buy it all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so into vases. You have no idea. I don't know why I can't stop. I, I I don't make many, but they are fun. But I, I found because I made some like small, silly bud vases and they sell really well at markets because you f- like I forget that people like I mean, it sounds stupid to say people like decorative items, but like people like also to put like a sprig of something or like a mm-hmm. couple of small flowers sometimes, even if you don't make the big vases, people are just like happy at the thought of like this will hold a small sprig of something that I picked up on my walk or like, you know, my kid picked mm-hmm. a handful of flowers and they have almost no stem because they just tore off the flowers <laughs> yes. and like something to stick that in. And yeah, that's little what you need. silly you need like a flower top vase. <laughs> All it does is float like one little flower in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I think also like to have that very like skill developing, skill growing practice yeah. Um, because I realized just like thinking about it, how much I have grown from being able to throw a lot and regularly and to develop stuff uh, over the past few years. And I want to also like take that opportunity to do the stuff that won't necessarily sell that will need, you know, several months to get good at. Because that's again, that's that's not me. I want to be good at stuff. I want to get gold stars on everything right away. 
<laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about painting too. That's why I'm so nervous about people because it's like I want to do what I'm good at and stay away from what I'm bad at. And I need to change that. I need to do the stuff I'm bad at a whole bunch in order to get good at it. Yeah, because you have, we sort of, you, you had alongside with paint more you have here, find my voice, which you talked a little bit about. And That's I was wondering, one. it is, it is. It's, I mean, it's an amazing, like it made me happy to see it because it's like, it's not, it's a goal that's hard to measure. I mean, it's possible. I don't know. It's it's possible that you'd be like, yes, I found it. This is like, it's, it, it might be a binary or it might not be, you know, mm-hmm. but I was wondering like what, what that meant to you as like a goal. Is it like trying lots of different styles or techniques or is it just like keep doing this stuff that makes me happy and see if if like if if that's the way through or like did you have a a a practice or uh (laughs) I'm gonna go I'm going with the do a whole bunch of stuff that makes me happy and find what comes out of that because I feel like I'm getting there I'm this might be a, the year it happens for me. And I'm not thinking of it like a magical thing is going to, you know, fall out of the sky like, oh, the shooting star of creativity. Bing! And I pluck <laughs> it out of the air. And now this is my my voice that I have won or like a My Little Pony. I get like a mark on my butt. But like... <laughs> but wouldn't it be amazing if you did? <laughs> oh my gosh. If a mark on my butt appears for my voice, that my artistic voice, that would be amazing. You're like, all right, it's apples. That's it. I, I might have to I might have to just go get one once it arrives anyway. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> but uh, that'll be a story for another time. And... <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it's almost there. I feel like I can... I can start even thinking about that whereas last year it was more of a I can't even think about this. I'm mm-hmm. to a point where I can actually start thinking about what this is and I can kind of let it happen to me in a way that it will be like, oh, all of a sudden instead of copying this picture that I'm copying, I feel like doing this weird thing. Like I just feel like it. Like there's something that just tells me to, to I don't know, streak some weird neon paint here and um, you know, do this kind of thing over here, which nobody told me to do. It wasn't in the reference image I was using, but I just felt like doing it. And I feel like that's where that voice is going to come from, whatever those little, I don't know, nudges are, I should start listening to them. And that's where I kind of hope that this year brings me with the painting more, with the paint people, with the selling something, like all of that kind of coming together to kind of culminate in the finding of the voice and the technique and the style that I want. And even if that style evolves later on, I would feel really good if I can just paint something that is in a way you can see that that's Tiff's painting. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just another, it's not someone else's painting that that one's Tiff's. And that's what I'm really looking forward to either this year, next year, just I see that as the the long-term goal of the art journey, but it's closer than ever right now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, it is a lot harder to find your voice if you never paint. If you're like, I have to wait until I know who I am. You're not as likely yeah. to, to get there. And and the more I paint, the more I'm I'm taking those liberties of, ah, oh, I feel like doing this thing, you know, because now I'm I'm figuring out the simple things like shadow and proportion and, uh, you know, depth of color here and there. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm starting to learn some of the rules mm-hmm. and now I'm going to get to break them. Yeah. And I still have a lot of rules to learn. Oh my gosh, <laughs> do I have a lot of rules to learn, but it's, it's, it's getting there because now I know more rules than I ever have before. And so I feel like I can start breaking the few that I do know. That is really cool. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's a different feeling than I've ever felt in my creative life. And it's real. I wonder if other people have felt that. If other artists who have found their voice, if you know the the artists who are way beyond me in this kind of journey, if they went through a similar kind of metamorphic transformation when they were going from I'm a student of art and I'm copying things and I just I like drawing Superman to now I'm drawing my own stuff. Uh, so I'm I'm just curious if people have felt that before. I would bet that there are a lot of different ways to get there. Like, I'm sure yeah. some people are just like, I like my nose is on sideways <laughs> right away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right away. I know it. This is how yeah. I know my nose is. 
Let's take a little break and talk about our wonderful sponsor. This episode of Make Do is brought to you by Art Snacks. <laughs> Art Snacks is a wonderful way to discover new art supplies. Each monthly box includes four to five full-size premium art products to help you discover brand new tools, practices, and techniques. Art Snacks boxes frequently include new products before they're available in stores, and they sometimes get limited edition products, which you won't find anywhere else. And the team at Art Snacks carefully selects and rigorously tests each product to make sure they meet standards they know your art deserves. So you have Art Snacks boxes. That, I no, do. That's a mouthful. Art Snacks boxes. <laughs> Why do you like Art Snacks? I like them because I get to play with new stuff that I would have never bought before. And just like they mentioned, or we mentioned, they give us stuff that is totally new. Like I got these really cool metallic pens that I literally couldn't buy anywhere. I had to have Mike smuggle them into the country for me from somewhere else. And Art Snacks had them. So it was just, they're really cool. And I like the creativity and the kind of the little literal snacks of art that you get in a box. I've been a subscriber for more than three years now. A long time, a long time. I have a lot of boxes. I like the thought of being smuggled in. Like it's like uh, <laughs> kinder surprises. They're like, Tiff is going to swallow these pens. We can't let her have them. <laughs> I know. Why? Why won't you give us metallic pens? I don't know. It's so <laughs> don't upsetting. lick the pens. No, don't like them. <laughs> but yeah, Art Snacks is great. And they also, every single time in all the boxes, you get little pieces of candy. Who doesn't want little tiny pieces of candy? It's so good. And cool stickers. So my son always steals the stickers. So I need I need more stickers. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're somewhere where it doesn't need to be smuggled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're somewhere where you don't need to smuggle art supplies, Art Snacks offers both U.S. and international plans. So no matter where you are, you can still get creative illegally or not. Uh, <laughs> uh, we and Art Snacks do not encourage any form of illegal art. Don't lick your pens. Yeah. Art Snacks is also offering an exclusive deal for make-do listeners. Uh, you can get 10% off your first month with Art Snacks if you use the code MAKEDO, one word, at checkout. So go to artsnacks.co to find out more and don't forget the code MAKEDO to get that 10% off your first month when you sign up for a monthly plan. Uh, the link will also, of course, be in our show notes. So our thanks to Art Snacks for their support of Make Do and of Relay FM. Yeah, thank you, Art Snacks. We're so happy to have you. And we just love that you help encourage our creative community make and do things just for fun sometimes, just for fun. I have I have one that's like the, the practical goal is small, but the bigger goal is bigger as I, I want to finish my translation of my knitting book so that I can start selling it in the English language world yay so it's like I like the this practical one too. thing <laughs> this is good for me like the practical I mean it's not translating a book is not a, a small endeavor but it's like very much like you know, do the work translate like it, translating a book is a smaller endeavor than writing the book let's say that mm -hmm. but then like getting the whole thing out there is going to be fun and scary so I have, a, in kind of relation to your knitting, I have a weave something uh, on my goals. I got a loom for Christmas. Mm -hmm. That's it's cool. It's something that I asked for. Like a big one or a small one? A small one, like a, a learning one. It was more of a, I asked for, I'm like, I don't know, buff kiss about weaving at all. All <laughs> I know is I watch people on YouTube weave and I really like it. And I've bought some weaving art pieces for my home because I, I like them and I think they're beautiful. And, uh, yeah, so I just, I asked for it for Christmas and part of the gift, I guess, was someone else do the research about what this is and <laughs> just get me a starter kit essentially, because I want to just try it. Uh, I don't want to, don't get anything super expensive because I don't know if I'm going to like it, but something that's functional that I can actually try this thing on. So I got one for Christmas and it's kind of like a learner's loom. My my parents did the research and looked up some stuff and it kind of like sits on the table. It's not tiny. It's not giant. It's kind of a perfect little size. And so I want to use it and actually weave something. So I don't I don't know what that's going to be. I almost got myself a table loom for for Christmas. So we'll see maybe later this year. We could have a looming Skype session. We could hang out together and we can, we can if weave I'm, if something. I'm not, if I'm not careful, Pontus will just build me one. <laughs> now all I need is the strings. It only has wood pieces. So I, I need oh, to yeah, get yeah. all the materials now. So that's the, the next the warp step. And the weft. Uh, but I also want to get better at color work knitting because that is 
a perfect example of something that I'm like, well, I'm not amazing at this right off the bat. I'm just going to do other stuff that I know I like and I'm good at. Mm-hmm. And I have one of those like online course places, a Swedish one where I have a course waiting for me to improve my color work knitting. And it's like I can knit like a sock or a hat. It doesn't have to be a huge project where I'm like, oh, I'm still not good. This is all horrible. Can you explain what you mean by color work? Because I am only a straight line scarf knitter, so I know nothing well, when you when you see means. patterns, like if you have a yoke that has patterns in it and sometimes multiple colors, like if you have flowers across the chest or across the bottom, or you see something that's not just stripes or maybe sometimes slipped stitches, but if you have something that is uh, lettering or flowers mm-hmm. or uh, ponies, like that is color work and you can do different techniques to do color work. But basically what I mean is doing patterns with multiple colors where I have to make the color work happen and I'm not just like slipping stitches or using um, a multicolored yarn to make the, the color okay. pattern happen. So that's what I mean by that. Okay. That's cool. And then I want to take a woodworking class. I know I've oh, talked about this before. Oh, our left field goals. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's it seems like fun, like to be like, that's awesome. I'm going to build a, maybe not build a rocking chair, or maybe that's realistic. I don't know. Or like okay, learning Ron how Swanson. to do some. <laughs> I think that, I think Nick Offerman is a very good person to aim to be. Yeah. I'm going to make myself a canoe. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm, I'm not going to make myself a canoe. I lo- you brought this up before and I'm really excited to see this on your list because <laughs> woodworking is so cool. And I agree with you. It seems amazing to just be like, I made this thing and I made it well. And I think I'm, a, I'm afraid that I'm going to be less Ron Swanson and more that skit from Portlandia where the guy spends like months and months and lots of money to make a chair that's see, looks more just like a torture device made out of sticks. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I really. OK, how about you have to do this for the podcast so we can have a woodworking episode? OK, how about that? OK, so now okay. It, now it's for work. So you have to do it. <laughs> OK, good call. Good call. <laughs> I have my my left field one. Well, it's not super left field, but um, I want to play my guitar more. And I started kind of doing that because I brought my guitar over to the art studio as a place where I could practice without um, people hearing me (laughs) and (laughs) just key to practicing because when you're learning to play an instrument, it sounds crazy Mm -hmm. and it's very annoying when you're repeating the same five notes over and over and over again. And I played, I've played guitar through high school. And I really loved it. And I have my own guitar. And that was like another goal of mine was like getting a guitar one year. And and it was, uh, I, I love, my guitar's name is May. And after May West. Mine's, mine's Ellie. Ellie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> after what? Uh, after because uh, in, in Sweden, you... Uh, every day has a name. So you have a name day. Like my name day, uh, Julia, is in... February and I got the guitar on the name day that was Elizabeth so it's Ellie. I love that that's really cool so uh, yeah so the guitar thing I our from our friend Adina she is playing piano now and I was kind of inspired by that uh, that she was trying to like do a musical thing and I was like that sounds great I started doing this a little bit early before but she kind of inspired me to make it a goal and there is a a fellow who lives in our town and he plays guitar and I'm curious to ask him about lessons because it seems like he needs a bit more of a creative outlet so I'm like maybe I can help by asking for lessons and not totally starting as a newbie so he could kind of teach me cool stuff so I'm kind of a a creative pay it forward um, (laughs) mindset with this in that Maybe this can also help somebody else and it can help me and I can learn to play more than just um, two lines of Blackbird. So, And I hate that you put this on your list because at the beginning (laughs) of the year, I bought myself a new trumpet because I used to play trumpet (laughs) when I was younger. And I was like, I want to get back into it. I also want to get back into playing my guitar. I just I I don't. But I really should because I I couldn't really play trumpet when we lived in an apartment because that's just not cool. (laughs) <laughs> to everyone else. Uh, and I will say that the cats do not think it's cool to play the trumpet <laughs> in a house. They run away very fast. Uh, <laughs> Trumpet's not the most house accessible instrument. <laughs> it's better than an apartment. Um, 
So there you very much get to like, oh, same four <laughs> notes over and over again, very loudly. But I, I keep, you know, thinking to myself, like, I want to get back into playing more music because it's fun and stuff. And I tried to take voice lessons a few years ago and mm-hmm. that petered out. And damn it, maybe I should play some trumpet. Yeah, you should. I mean, the other podcast I started, Somehow I Manage, about The Office, I play the intro and outro of that. So I had to do a little bit of practice in order to play that. And that kind of got me started on, I should be doing a little bit of this every week in order to get better at it and keep up the skill because a musical skill is still artistic and it's something that I feel like I should keep and it doesn't come super easy to me mm-hmm. so I really really do need to work at it and and that's just that's a small goal for this year so we'll see where I am at the maybe end. we should have have as a goal our last episode of 2019 we will play our intro on guitar oh. and trumpet Oh, (laughs) that sounds really good. Actually, I had something in the good idea folder, which I should probably announce to you since it's the year of goals. Uh, Did you see where I wrote this? Weird, but but maybe good idea. Um, Listener submitted jingles in order to encourage uh, creativity that if someone wants to um, try our intro music as like a riff or maybe even something different that they think of completely fun. I like that. And we can get submissions and then we can put in the ones that we like and we can say who did them and link to them. Uh, I think that that would kind of be really fun. And because we're on the new network now, if we end up coming across a a new intro jingle or outro jingle, whatever we want, um, and, you know, if we get inspired by someone else's work, I think that that would kind of be really fun to have a listener adaptation or totally new something as part of our podcast because I feel like this whole podcast is about like creativity and trying stuff and and making things and I kind of feel like I want our music to do that too that's fun that's a really good idea I like that so yeah so long-term goal maybe we will put that in if uh if anyone is inspired and we can keep bringing it up now and then and uh, (laughs) I'm curious where that might go are you trying to get out of learning to play the the intro on yeah maybe I am maybe a little bit (laughs) a little bit there yep a little bit (laughs) little bit. I want to tell you about this one big giant goal that I have at the bottom of my list here. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) It's probably not for this year. But a giant goal is I have I want to visit Julia and throw a pot. We'll make it happen. Yeah, that's my giant, giant goal. It probably won't be this year. But I really very much do want to see Sweden. And I do want to visit you and I do want someone to teach me how to do pottery more beyond the seventh grade, you know, one unit of <laughs> I, I spun a pot and now a succulent grows in it on my shelf. And um, I'm, a, I'm yeah. a decent teacher. I have a friend who I'm teaching to throw. So I think it would be super fun. And yeah. I hope that that goal comes true. If not this year, then maybe at least this year planning it. And then maybe executing next year. So I It's know. funny, too, because uh, my husband thinks that we should have as a goal for the year to try to visit you guys in New York. So maybe we'll just hey, hey. find like a, a drop in pottery studio in New York <laughs> State somewhere. I'm sure that those are everywhere. Thanks, New Probably. York City. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we can definitely make that a goal. I would love for you to visit us. Yeah, that's a good goal. Uh, we have also we asked you guys for listener goals and we've collected some of them and I just thought it was it was fun because you see sort of the 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 different kinds of things that people want to do and how they think of them so we have uh, Bastion in UK I'm assuming here Uh, it's at Bastion in UK who says that my wish for 2018 is to make and release some more vids as well as getting some coding done also began writing something the public doesn't know until later today I'm assuming that this person uh, posted about this later the same day that they sent this tweet test. And I love that, that that beginning thing. Mm-hmm. And we also have somebody uh, sent us a question a while back about if we thought that writing code was uh, artistic or creative, which is something that I really want to get back to talking about. Like, what do we mean by creativity in, in certain yes. professions? I think we can uh, have some guests on that we know very well who code things. Probably. <laughs> we have very easy access to who possibly have good <laughs> recording equipment. possibly i have i have one who's in the kitchen right now yeah mine's also in the kitchen (laughs) all right good that's that's where men should be (laughs) (laughs) sorry yeah then we have uh chris farrell uh, at pair of shoes 
who says, I'm actually going to take up photography. Uh, Plan is to take at least one photo per day for the year and see how I improve over the course of the year. Excited and nervous about it. And I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. That that last part was me about loving it. Because it's like we're talking about like making yourself do do something regularly. Like we were talking with Inktober or other stuff to make like quantifiable goals. Mm -hmm. Because then you really will see what happens. I totally agree. Uh, Next, we have Kathy Campbell, and that's at Mrs. Soup. And she says that I've finally been brave enough to bring out the off-camera flash for photography using gear I've had for years. And this next year, I'm going to bring it out of of some of the fun sessions that she does. And she's ready for some dramatic lighting. And I think that that is great. And using lighting and photography has always been one of my biggest fears. Personally, I used it for weddings and and things like that kind of because I had to but I would always prefer to shoot natural light and it's a big artistic adventure to go on with with lighting and and I'm really excited to see what Kathy is planning on doing with that and next we have Ren Parker at Ren Parker underscore VA on Twitter and they say at least once a month commit to life drawing class prepare a fresh portfolio to submit to galleries and encourage my toddler to explore new media Um, so I think that's great the classes uh, encouraging your children to try new art things uh, it's it's really fun that's going to be a messy one watch galleries galleries did you yeah. did you see that they said galleries? I'm, she they this person they said it. <laughs> I didn't say it. It's not me. No, nope, not ready for that yet. Okay, Maybe no, I, day, not ready. Stop it, Amar. Oh, I'm breaking out in a sweat. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> and we have uh, Tamara at Tamarasphere. Uh, complete more outstanding calligraphy project and learn to draw slash sketch slash paint what I find in my imagination. I really like that. I don't know something about that phrasing really. Yeah, really struck me to be like, get the stuff out. That's the voice right there. That's what right? like, just yeah. do it instead of just do it from your brain instead of anything else, which is <laughs> just great. And then Emmanuel Medina at Zaza the Bassist. Uh, I'm going to be experimenting with acrylic resin for pen making, which we are obviously Ooh. all for. Yeah, uh, I've gotten stuck in watching some people who do woodworking with um, whatchamacallit. Uh, I was looking the other day uh, on Instagram suggested to me because I'd looked at before people who do like fun woodworking with epoxies and mm-hmm. then they like use CNC machines or uh, lathes and stuff. So I was like, I want to make stuff with epoxy. That seems fun. That does seem fun. I'm very <laughs> curious to see how you do that. And then the last one we have is Cthulhu Jenner. Very funny name. I laughed. Uh, at uh, FRK Bington. I have two. One, work on consistency, make something little every day or at least every other. And two, explore at least one new medium or material, which I think like those are two sort of the, the smallest goals you could have that might make the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. Just be like the consistency, like we keep talking about it and then maybe we're both little bad at it sometimes <laughs> yeah because we're too we're too much of a ping pong all over the place like oh look at that oh look at that there's another thing over there <laughs> but to have that thing of having very specific goals very like the inktober thing of being yeah. like well i have to do do this and then that uh exploring new mediums media exploring mm-hmm. new materials and techniques is also something that i think a lot of artists want to do and maybe don't do as much as they should yeah, like really deep dive exploring too. Not just like, oh, let me try this new marker. Yeah, I'm not into it. You know, like really actually trying to make something with it, I think is a is a big goal. And it's it's difficult to maintain, but it is probably extremely rewarding when you do. And I mean, sometimes it can even be like going back to something that you abandoned before or like yeah. really focusing on something, especially if, if you are someone who does tons of different stuff and being like, well, I'm going to do only watercolors for a month and like mm-hmm. really really get better at it and watch tutorials and stuff but then I keep coming back to also like it's okay to not get amazingly good at something it's okay to play too. oh yeah the, the, it's okay to do any of this stuff is what we keep telling ourselves <laughs> and our <laughs> audience but it's it's I'm really excited about this year and what it is going to bring. And I'm really happy to have this podcast in our lives to encourage us 
to do some of this stuff in order to come back and talk to each other about it. I really, I really value that. And I think that it's going to enrich this year even more than it has the past because I'm finally using our show as a catalyst for creativity and doing stuff and pushing myself because I'm like, well, in two weeks, I I need to go talk to Julia about it. So (laughs) I need to do it. And if I sit on my butt and watch Netflix, I can't talk to you. (laughs) Yeah, no, very much so. And I, I do also hope that we'll have more fun guests on for the mm-hmm. year. I mean, this this isn't, I think, going to become an interview podcast. That's not really our our like goal. But I do want to talk to more fun people throughout the year because there are so many amazing people. Well, I mean, like on and off the internet, but I mean, like people who do all sorts of, of makey stuff. And yeah. I want to make sure that we also maybe get better at talking about the stuff that's not as fine arty as we maybe sometimes get stuck in because that's where our heads are like Mm -hmm. "Ah, real art you have to talk about fancy but uh, like maybe talk about woodworking and building blinky things and and Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff yes programming cakes we have lots of (laughs) writers uh there are a lot of areas of creativity that we want to bring in other people who that's their focus Mm -hmm. to talk to everybody about um every you know, every now and then in order to broaden our horizons, because, you know, Julie and I can't just start rambling on about stuff that we haven't done ourselves. (laughs) But I do very much want to hear about it because I just I love creativity in all of its forms. Yeah, definitely. And I like I said, I think this podcast for better for worse is sort of like an equivalent of having a post it because you will have to be like the thing that I said in February, somebody's going <laughs> to ask about that in, in August. So thank you guys for being my guilty conscience, even if, if you don't mean to. Same. And I look forward to everyone's creative endeavors. And let's all um, keep each other in check and see where we are, you know, maybe midway through the year, kind of little check in here and there. So you can go and find our show notes over at relay.fm slash make do. And we are make do pod on Twitter, which is where you can tell us how your goals are going or if you have any new goals or if you just want to talk about creativity with us, we love to hear from you. And we're also make do pod on Instagram as well. And you can find us individually at Tiffany Arment, which I wish I had Tiff Arment. I mean, I kind of do, but I don't. But so it's Tiffany Arment. And at Julia Scott, S-K-O-T-T. And we're over there on wherever we are on all the things. And we'll be back in a fortnight. And until then, and have a very, very happy new year and go make and do.